Welcome to Soul by the Pound podcast. This podcast is a safe space designed to inspire and empower women of color to take personal responsibility in their health and mental wellness. So ladies, sit back and enjoy. This is our space. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Soul by the Pound podcast. I'm so excited. I have two of my favorite ladies on today for an interview. Hi, Deanna. Welcome to the show. (laughs) And I I also have Janine. Hey, Janine. Hi, China. I'm so happy to have you ladies on the show. this we're gonna get into it shortly later, but both of these ladies are the founders of Simple New. And this company is a company that not only have I worked with before, but also very inspired by the work they do. So at the top of every episode, um, I always start off with the bio because I simply love black uh, bragging on black women. So can I go ahead and brag on you ladies for a, for a minute? Of course, we'd love that. (laughs) Okay, so the two ladies on the call today are Deanna and Janine. Both underwent weight loss transformations. Deanna lost over 50 pounds and Janine lost over 150 pounds in under a year. Through their weight loss transformation, they gained confidence as well as clarity for their lives. They became physically and mentally fit, where they were able to conquer more than just weight loss, but they conquered a lot of emotional demons as well. They have renewed confidence and energy, and they decide to really fulfill this as their life's purpose. They actually met through the sudden loss of their nutrition coach. And after his death, death, I'm sorry, many of their friends and family reached out to them and asked for help. They coached them on not only how to lose weight, but also how to be healthier. With so many people needing help, they responded to the call and created Simple New. This is how it was born. Their success stories of the product is what they live life by and also encourage others to do so. They're simply passionate about Simple New and the clients that they serve. And they definitely spend time pouring into each and every one of their clients. And I just want to add this on to um, part of your bio. I met Deanna in my gym building. What was that, like last year, Deanna? Um, No, it's almost two years now. Hey, time flew by. And I remember you provided me. I was like, oh, another black woman in this building. And we connected. <laughs> and you shared, <laughs> you shared uh, just your journey with me about the program. And I remember this was before he actually passed away. It was like, oh, trying to get to try this program. I live by it. You told me about Janine's story. And then I was so inspired. And then, unfortunately, he, he passed away untimely. And then you all picked up the program. And although my story was definitely challenging on the program just because of so many emotional wounds that I had to fix, one of the things that I love is that you all were very much, very motivational and very consistent. And that definitely helped me on the journey. So I guess I'll kick it off with the first question for both of you ladies is, we know you started due to weight loss, but really what made you decide to come together and make this a company? Yeah, so I really, it was the call of people once our coach had passed away, literally like we referred a lot of people to him because um, seeing our transformation, 
people, they, they want that for themselves. And so, um, you know, once he passed, people just came and said, can you coach us? Mm. And what happened, you know, for me, it was like, I was no longer bound by the burdens of obesity. And I knew what that was like to be free from that. And so I just thought, how could I not say yes to someone that wants that same thing for themselves? And so that's where I believe we, we got together, Deanna and I, and, um, you know, we just made for a great partner. We really, true story, we had not met prior to this. I had known of her because our coach had often referred to her. And so we, when we did talk and meet, we just, I think we hit it off. Wouldn't you think, Deanna, I think we were like a one hit wonder. <laughs> um, that's cool. That's yeah, cool. Definitely. Oh, go ahead. You don't find that often. You really don't. And when you click with someone and then you realize that you have um, similar interests, you know, and then you realize, okay, we're going to do something about it. And then you become, you become friends in the process as well. I mean, it's just, it's really special. And I think that's, um, we work, Janine and I work so well together. Um we yep. both complement each other and we have different experiences to bring to the clients. And I think that's why we've been able to be so successful, you know, and it really started with him and, you know, him bringing us, bringing us together. Same as Janine. I always heard about Janine, this client that, you know, that's um, on her weight loss journey, but just didn't have the opportunity to meet her until I afterwards. I love it because I, you know, one thing. Unfortunately, he passed, but I will say one of the, I will say one of the reoccurring stories that I hear on just through this podcast and interviewing women has always been some kind of trial that turned into a big triumph, and like this is like pretty amazing that his like his vision and just connecting you two has literally has such an impact on not just both of your individual health but also for those around you. So that absolutely, is absolutely. His legacy definitely lives on. I love it. What inspires you to like, and I will say, okay, because we didn't really die. I didn't give them full detail of what the program is like. Can you guys give like a quick synopsis of really what the nutrition program is like? <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. So what we do is we call it gram requirements, but it's really truly macros. So we teach people how to read labels and how to count macros. Um, we teach them that they eat five small meals a day. They spread them out two to three hours apart. We definitely incorporate um, exercise, aerobic exercise into that. We teach people how to look out for sodium, sugar levels, um, you know, how much sugar you're, um, you know, intaking. Um, and then we provide the coaching and accountability to go with that. Because one of the things people always ask me is, Janine, what do you think made you so successful? And one, we had a fantastic plan. I had an amazing coach, but I also had that accountability um, from people. And I think all of those things coupled together got me to the finish line. Yeah. You know, one thing I want to stress about what you ladies provide is really the accountability piece. Um, and that was something that definitely, I know like when I first started, I took off running because it was definitely the text every morning. And then like you get a whole, to those who are listening, you get a whole packet of information 
and you do a quiz to like, okay, we will make sure you're really taking this kind of information in so that you're successful. And I think that's a component where anybody could download a, a, a app on macros, but I think that added piece of your support and accountability definitely has an impact on the success of the program. Absolutely. Yeah, Katrina, I would add to that. The, that is, I think, something that separates us apart is that you really know what we know with that packet of information. I think it's like 30 some pages, mm-hmm. um, but you you understand the foundation of it and why you're choosing to eat what you do. Our goal is not to have you with us for a lifetime. It is to really get you to be independent so that you can do this long after you have met your goal. And that's the purpose of any program should be that where you are independent and that it, it has lasting effect. And I believe that's what we deliver. Absolutely. Now, let me ask you this, because one of the biggest reasons why I was so like happy to have you on, I've always wanted you all to be on the podcast, but more so for the start of the year, is really going back to accountability and motivation. And you ladies not only just lost the weight, but you kept it off. And I guess, what is one thing you would tell our listeners, and particularly our listeners are Black women, what would you tell them in regards to what they need to hear to really get this year started off to be healthy. Oh, okay. Well, I, I can say I'll start it. Um, definitely, you know, prioritize yourself. Yep. Right? O- oftentimes, you know, we have so many obligations, right? It's the world that we live in. So many obligations with family, with friends, with um, with work, with just just a number, a multitude of things, right? And one thing, what oh, what usually slips by ourselves and our health. Mm-hmm. We're so busy being caretakers and uh, to people and to jobs that um, that we don't prioritize. And so, you definitely have to put you put you first, you know. And I know that's sometimes difficult for people, but you really need to. It's the airplane. It's the airplane analogy, right? You put the mask on yourself so that you can be of help to the next person, whether it be your family member, your child, whoever's sitting next to you. You have to put, you have to put the, the mask on you so that you don't pass out Yeah, and that you stay healthy. So then you're there for, for someone else. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. That's um, it. Making yourself a priority. That's it. Yeah. You know, I in my head, I think back to these stories. So I may not always, I might seem like a stubborn tourist, but I do be listening. And I remember <laughs> um, when I was on a program, it was one day I was on the phone with Janine and you were like, oh yeah, I think you went out to dinner and you like called the restaurant ahead of time, like to make sure they prepared your food the way, like, what do you prepare it with? And this is what I want in it. And then I remember being in the same building as Deanna and I would see her like rain or shine. She's still doing her the morning walk. And I'm like, these ladies definitely are like team me, no ex- ex- exceptions. You know what I mean? Like I have to prioritize. Myself. And I think sometimes, and I know one of my struggles with the program is because so many life changes was going on. And, um, what would you say to like some of our listeners? Like, okay, okay, I know to put me first, but what does that look like? What are some life hacks that some of our listeners, and I know this was an original question, but I did want to expand on it. What are some life hacks so that women, particularly black women who are walking around with superwoman capes on, what can they 
what are some life hacks where they can really prioritize their self? Because it is easier said than done at times. Yeah, that's actually a great question. And, you know, my first like life hack is to take that superwoman cape off. I like, <laughs> I like hate that terminology that was like, she's a fictitious character. We are very real people and we definitely go through things, but yet we also are that foundation, that pillar for our families and friends. And we just, we got to cut ourselves some slack and not be this character. Right. And I know people love that. I, I just don't, but so I, I say remove the cape. Right. And then my other thing is I just say, is like you carve the time out I mean, and have the conversations they can be difficult with your family and friends. And so with my family, when I started this journey, I looked at them and I said, I'm starting a new program tomorrow, like new weight loss program. I will tell you they were on the floor laughing and rolling because <laughs> I have done 102 programs. And so they thought, here I go again. Um, but I said, I'm no longer cooking for you guys. Now my family, they were a little older. I had uh, high school, one college and my husband. And they were like, what? And I said, you can eat what I eat, but I'm not eating separate meals. That's a bit harsh. Most people are not willing to do that. But it became, if I went to the gym and exercise, I didn't answer the phone. Um, that was my time. I said, oh, time. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it just doesn't even, and sometimes I do. And my favorite time to exercise is actually at night. I prefer nine o'clock at night because everything's settled. You know, the phone is not ringing. The emails are not going. The text is not going. It's my time to decompress and unwind. And so I allot that time specifically for me and everyone knows. So I tell it, but I think one of the biggest life hacks is if you're going to set the boundary, you set it. And initially my family would be really upset because I, when I was doing things, I would swipe, I'll call you back, you know, on your phone, you can do automatic, I'll call you back. And they would get so upset. And it was because they were used to having me at their beck and call all the time. Mm -hmm. And so when I set the boundary, they, they didn't like it initially, but they're used to it now. Um, and my husband now cooks for himself and the kids figure it out. Um, but I think it's literally, that's the life hack. My friends know, like there are times where we're going out to eat and they want to go places and I, it depends on my week, right? If I've already been out twice, I may say we can go out, but I'm sorry, we have to pick a restaurant that I can eat something. Because some yeah. restaurants are just trash, right? They're just, it's all yeah. crap food. It's great food, but it's all crap. And I said, I have to be able to pick something that I can eat. And they understand that and they're willing to accommodate me. But if they don't, then they know I'm probably not going to go. Um, and that's just at some point I have to set the boundary and I have to stick to it. And there's plenty of restaurants where we could pick that could go. I will also say, can we go walking or instead of a restaurant or let's do an activity? Like how about ax throwing or let's go to an escape room or the spot, anything other than eating sometimes. Yeah. But that's what they get used to it. They honestly, yeah. they get, they get used to it. It's difficult at first. It's difficult on both ends. You as the person who's trying to make the change and them, because in some ways they're mourning that person that you were. And it's okay. Do the mourning. Cause I'm, I'm dying to that old self. <laughs> I'm yeah. dying to that old self. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's sort of having, um, non-negotiables, right? Yes. Your, yep. your health and in your well being has to become a non-negotiable. And like Janine said, people will, you know, bucket it at first because they're just used to the you that they're used to. And mm -hmm. if you're a person, let's say that's always uh, saying yes to everybody, right? Well, when you have non-negotiables with your health, then you know, okay, I can't continue to just keep saying yes because I'm finding no time for me. 
they're going to be on. I'm just backing up what Janice said. They're just going to be uncomfortable with it, but they will get used to it. And if they don't, that's okay as well. Then your relation, if your relationship has to change slightly, then that's okay as well. You have to have the courage. You have to have courage to do this, yeah. right? Yeah. You have to step out on, on courage. You have to have courage. You know, if you're if you're um, a God fearing person, you you have you have faith and and that you can do this. And once you realize the importance of it, you know, you make it a non negotiable. No, that's why you saw me in the mornings, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, didn't matter. I was like, no, this is what Deanna needs to do. And I set that time apart. And I'm going to do it. And like Janine said, if I got to turn the phone off, whatever it is, and people just get used to it. No, I'm not available to talk because I, I need all my focus. I'm focusing here. And because I have a plan and I want to keep myself healthy for myself and for my family and for my friends and and just to get to have a better life. Yeah, yeah. And health definitely is a, is, it is a deal breaker because we literally, we can't be our best selves for anybody if your health is jacked up. So, yeah. Yeah, that is. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) No, I was saying that is correct. It it really is. Um, You know, and I was going to add like how you were saying like life things happen. And that's like because I had a lot of mess that I wasn't really aware of and wasn't dealing with. And through this journey, I really it became exposed and I was forced to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love the fact that you're bringing that up because it's very real and, you know, like you just have to deal with it because I tell people all the time, you know, when we are not eating well, it's not just always about what we're putting in our mouth. It's about matters of the heart of our mind, our mental health. It plays it's a lot of components that go into that because when we're stressed or something's not going right, food might be a way that we, you know, compensate for that. Some people is different things. For me, I was a stress eater. I was an emotional eater. And so once you begin to deal with that inner self, like it helps with the the health journey. It just does. Because when you're, when you're actually, when you're getting healthier, you build confidence within yourself because you're feeling better, you're stronger, um, you know, and as a result, emotionally, you're becoming healthier. Mentally, you're becoming healthier because you're having wins. And that's important to have wins. Absolutely. You know, when we first started Soul by the Pound, it was just a group of us that met in my living room like, what, 10 years ago. And we put money in the jar. Whoever lost weight first took the money. Whoever lost the biggest percent took the money. And slowly after time, I was just like, this weight loss journey is not just from okay, I'm eating everything. Like, it's not just a physical thing. It's literally a mental thing. Like, we go through so many ups and downs. And like you said, like, we might snack and eat, like, when we're stressed out. You might not go to the gym if you're, you know, if you're tired and depleted or depressed. Mm -hmm. Like, it's so many different components into really just being a healthy self. And it definitely is good that you said you uncovered and revealed certain things to yourself during this process because, we don't always pay attention to what those those behaviors are at times. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Now I do got to laugh at when you said when you went home and told your family that you were going to do it, and they laughed <laughs> because I'm gonna tell you this about a black family: they you when you go on a diet, everybody's gonna watch you to see if you really yes. just <laughs> what you say you're gonna do. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
This is such a horrible story, but I always think about it. I remember I had a cousin, and we were all like no older than 13. We're like 10, 11, whatever. And one of my cousins came home, and she was like, it was like a cousin weekend at grandma's house. And my cousin said that she is no longer eating meat. And then... (laughs) One of these grown people go do, they go get a box of chicken. And they're like, girl, you going to eat chicken? <laughs> it was like Popeye's. And so now all of it, she's like, I'm not eating it. I'm not eating it. So she's like eating some sides or whatever. And you have all of us like winging, like putting wings in her face, like, mm, yes. oh, like <laughs> on this Popeye's to like mess with her. So I guess in that sense, when you say I'm going to commit myself to this meal plan and this journey, Baby, we do got to tell our parents, I mean, our families as adults, like, because y'all don't really be watching me. So I know I need to be on my P's and Q's when it comes down. I don't know. I just thought of that story. <laughs> so you ladies have been doing so much with um, your clients and so many different moving parts lately. What would you say? And I didn't include Hello? this in original questions, but I would say, what would you say that you wish you... Oh, no, this wasn't original questions. What do you wish that you knew earlier on your journey, whether it was running this business or whether it was just on your weight loss journey? What is one thing that you each wish you knew sooner? Oh, okay. Um, I'll go first on that one. For You know, Janine and I are so, are, are so different, right, when it comes to our, our, our journey different, totally different journeys. I've always um, suffered with really not eating, eating enough. Um, I never really was a a big food person. And somebody might say, oh, that's fantastic. But actually, it's not. It's not fantastic. And I, I wish I had known, you know, sooner that, okay, I need to eat more if I'm going to keep, keep weight off. I'm, I'm saying, oh, but I hardly eat. I eat one meal. Or maybe I get in too. Why am Why am I gaining weight? What is going on? Well, I was I wasn't fueling my body enough, and I'm an extremely active person, uh, and so that's the way it was affecting me. So I wish I knew earlier uh, um, how important food really is to the health of our body. Like important, like to eat enough food and and of the right food, mm. right. Um, if I had known that earlier, maybe I wouldn't have had, you know, developed the stomach issues that I that I developed. Right. I had issues with that for many, for many, many years. Um, and I think it all was a part. I think it all stemmed from just not giving my body enough fuel and your body starts to like kind of feed off itself. And that's not what it's supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I wish I knew that that sooner. And you know, but since I've been, um, since I initially had my, in my, my coach and I've learned how to appreciate food and appreciate and, and understand, okay, I eat five small meals, um, a day. And I look forward to it now. That was never a thing looking forward yeah. to eating for me. Oh gosh, no. I was like, food was, it was like an inconvenience. Like I got to stop what I'm doing and make something or go get something and, I was like, you know what? I'll get to it later. But now yeah. I have a different appreciation and a healthy appreciation uh, for it. You know, that was something I learned from you as well, because um, I I always tell people I've been on a diet since I was born. But I literally was like, I remember being on Weight Watchers like at 13. 
So one of the things I've always was in my mind was to eat less, to eat less, to eat less, to don't eat. So like, um, that was one of the challenges and one of the things I had to learn in regards to being on the program with you. You taught me a lot. Like, hey, did you eat? I'm like, no. I think I overeat. So, uh huh. We're here. So I, I was like, oh, did I overeat? Did I like, you know, I would literally not skip a meal. And you're like, did you eat all your meals? Like every day, that was a common thread was making sure that I ate all of my meals. And Janine, what would you say is one thing that you wish you knew earlier? Oh, Janine? <laughs> you know, that's funny because I think we don't typically pay, you know, like everybody just fill their, their plate up. So sometimes we don't necessarily look at how much we're eating. Just out of habit, you load it up. be such a oh my gosh and you know that was another thing too I, I feel like so I feel like everything that you guys are providing as advice is literally some of the struggle points I remember I had and just even getting the habit of looking at how much food that you're measuring and just follow like because it's so easy to just even oh that's what I remember Deanna telling me one day she's like you can't just eyeball it you just get it started use your scale you eyeballing it this early and you know I remember the phrase like if you're obsessed you're doing it right and that's how you know when you're doing it right when you're paying attention to every single little detail versus just throwing it in what you think is a cup and all of that stuff so I definitely that is a really good one um so you two have been busy bees since the launching of the program what is coming up what is next on your radar what should we look forward to in 2024 Mm 
Oh, that is really good. I see it. I see you all in my news and my email box. I'm like, oh, okay, check them out. So very good work that you, both of you ladies are doing. Um, so wait, now my second favorite part of the show is the Soul Star tip. And the Soul Star tip is essentially a tip that you will leave with our listeners that they can implement immediately after listening to this episode. So whoever wants to go first, you give us your soul star tip. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you mentioned sleep because that is one thing I did learn on the program when we had to send over our accountability numbers every morning and you always ask like, how many hours of sleep did you get because that is something that typically um, it's easy to forget about that that's part of the process of your health so thank you for touching in on that what you got Deanna what is your soul star tip of this episode <laughs> well, I I think I mean Janine, uh, you know, gave some great ones. Um, 
And then I guess I would just add in um, something you can start tomorrow. It's not, you know, when your listeners hear this, the, something they can start actually that day, depending depending upon what time they're 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 hearing it, is move your body. Mm-hmm. Move your body, right? That's very easy. You know, um, people think like they have very active lifestyles, right? Which is great, right? Active lifestyle. So you're not being sedentary and you're moving around. But there's a difference, right, Janine, between active lifestyle and exercise. And we all need to get get exercise. And I'm going to let Janine take that because she just is so eloquent when she talks to me. In my opinion. <laughs> Every single time, you know, you know, recently you're absolutely right about building those habits because I keep telling myself, I, I don't know. Have either of you ladies heard of a book called Atomic Habits? It was so good. And, and for our listeners, it really talks about just creating the habits and not the outcomes, which is really focusing on habits and then how you compare them. And I just started working in the office. I've been remote for the past three years. I'm now back in a physical office, which is already a lot for me to get up and go to an office. Um, Not every day, but a couple of days. And I hate sitting in traffic. So I'm like, China, if you skip, if you go straight to the gym, take a shower, get dressed there, and then go to work, you only have a 20-minute commute. But if you drive and you sleep in, then you have an hour commute. So I've just been focusing on how many times can I go to the gym? So every month I say, are you going to do 25 this month? Are you going to do 30? When it was summertime, I said, I want to hit, <clears throat> I think I said I wanted to hit 70 miles. Was it? it wasn't 70 miles. It was, oh, 80 miles for this month. The next month I want to hit 90 miles. So I just put numbers on it and the habits, not so much saying the pound, like the outcome, essentially. So I think that's so cool that you uh, incorporated adding those habits. So y'all got y'all soul star tips. You need to get some sleep. <laughs> you need to be consistent. So these were all really good tips. You need to get moving. These are all really good tips to help our soul stars really kick off the new year. So thank you ladies so, so much for this powerful interview. And how can they follow you? Is there a website, social media, anything that you want to leave? So 
they can check you out. And I suggest this nutrition program so much. So is there, can you want to follow up with any information where they can reach you out to you ladies? Go ahead. Very good. And I will be sure to include it in our in this episode notes so they could just click straight from the episode and go visit your page. Oh, um, great. Yeah. So thank yeah. Mm. Oh, that, that, now that's a quote. That's a quote. <laughs> and a great in this show. Yes, belief. And that, that might be the title of this uh, episode Belief Over Ability. That's what we're talking about. Are we? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Well, Janine and Deanna, I thank you both so, so much. I was super excited to talk to you both and really talk about your company and really just talk about your journey because. You ladies are so motivated and so focused, and it definitely was an inspiration to me and definitely will be an inspiration to our listeners. So thank you again for joining me on Soul by the Pound podcast tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to our listeners for tuning in. We will catch you on the next episode. Oh, you know, man.